Thank you for downloading the latest episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Please stand clear as we pay our bills. Are you thinking about taking the Disney Vacation Club plunge? Are you looking to give DVC a try and rent out points for a future Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Alani, Hilton Head Island, or Vero Beach vacation? If this is the case, look no further than the world of DVC companies. The world of DVC consists of DVCResaleMarket.com, DVCRentalStore.com, and MoneraFinancial.com. The professionals at the world of DVC are former DVC cast members and current real estate professionals who have sold over $1.2 billion of DVC over 185 years of combined experience. Their easy-to-navigate websites and smartphone apps let you browse current DVC resale listings and DVC rental points and reservations which are currently available. If you're looking to try before you buy, check out dvcrentalstore.com. If you're looking for that first DVC contract or to add on to your existing portfolio, check out dvcresellmarket.com. And for financing, let MoneroFinancial.com handle your financial needs. Please support the companies who support us and tell them the Mickey Dudes sent you. The world of DVC, your DVC gateway to a lifetime of magic. Venture outside your comfort zone. The rewards are worth it. Wish Upon a Cookie has evolved into a custom-baked pastry company started in New Jersey by professional chefs turned cookie tiers. Their focus is to turn your magical pastry dreams into reality. They offer so much more than a few colors, shapes, and sizes. Their creations are extensions of your inspiration. You can visit them online at their new website, wishuponapastry.com, or on Instagram and Facebook at wishuponapastry. Let your imagination run wild when you wish upon a pastry. Hello, humans, and welcome to another fantastic and exciting episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host for this week, Chuck Fitzgerald, in the big boy chair. Why did I get the big chair? Anyways, uh, alongside of me are two of our fantastic, rotating Mickey Dudes founders and co-hosts from Chicago, Illinois, Tim Schweska. According to Bob Chappick's guest satisfaction survey, I'm doing fantastic tonight. Good to hear, Tim. Did they actually ask you or did they just assume? I feel safe in my home and Disney is a good entity and I trust them. Tim, blink twice if you're being held ransom. Blink, blink. Ah, okay. Very good then. And from Orlando, Florida, Dave Koch. How can I follow up that? All I can say now is just in farmlands across America, we're learning that by plowing under vegetation containing natural fertilizers, we can enrich the soil without the use of chemicals. Do you know that they hide the projector in the buffalo? No. Ah, well, now you know. That's really interesting. Yep, now you know. There's a hidden projector in the buffalo. All right, gentlemen. Well, we have plenty of actual news to talk about this week that we're just going to completely ignore. We're going to pretend that Disneyland isn't opening up uh, expansion lands underneath the street, or trying to at least. Um, And we're going to talk about our new topic that we're introducing called restaurant uh, hotel maker-upper thing. Our, uh, Our name guy got fired, so we... We... I'm not writing a jingle for that one. Well, I could sing one, but we still want to have some listeners and sponsors. 
So we're not going to go down that route. But in any case, this week's topic is, excuse me, this week's episode is going to be a new um, topic of discussion that we're adding in which I'm going to give Dave and Tim a random resort. And their goal for this random resort is to create a signature dining experience that does not already exist. Now, there are bonus points if they create a signature dish, which is mandatory, and extra bonus points if they create a signature drink. Now, the caveat to this is it may or may not be a value resort. It may or may not be a moderate resort. It may or may not be a deluxe resort. The only thing that we are going to go with is that it will be an on-property Disney-owned resort. Does anyone have any questions? No, I'm kind of intrigued and kind of a little nervous because this one's going to be a challenge. It is, but the success of the previous week's uh, create turn a roadside attraction into a themed ride uh, was far beyond my expectations. So there's a lot to live up to this week. All right. Note to self, listen to that show. Uh, you probably will edit that show. So do we have a volunteer as to who would like to go first? You know what? Throw it to me because... I, I feel like we're talking we're talking signature dining, we're talking class. So there's absolutely no way I'm going to outshine Tim on this one. So That's a very valid one, point. Let the dim one go first. Okay. Well, David, your resort is let's put it in the random number generator. Your resort is going to be Disney's Art of Animation Resort. So Dave. Create a signature dining experience over at Disney's Art of Animation. What's your theme going to be? Okay, well, I'm actually going to steal something for this one because I'm going to pull a Chuck. And honestly... Only the best ideas. I am going to recreate the animator's palette, which is uh, known on um, Disney Cruise Line. And I'm going to create an actual uh, restaurant that is inside of Art of Animation. It's going to be a uh, signature dining restaurant, and it's going to recreate all of the uh, goodness of the of the cruise line in that way. And they're going to have the. Uh, it's going to start off with the waiters in all black and white, and as the night goes on to the dinner service, you know, their uh, first it's going to be you know their their bow ties change to color, and then their cummerbunds, and then they start putting on the uh, the colored, uh, the colored animation vest. So they're going to recreate the entire show that is on all of the Disney cruise lines in this one, in this one restaurant. And we're going to have the top notch food from Disney cruise line in this, in this uh, restaurant. So your appetizers are going to be the ahi tuna. You're going to go with, you're going to go with the best of the best, uh, they're gonna they're gonna take the me- they're gonna take the menu from uh, Paolo and Remy, and they're going to make everything on that menu in terms of entrees is going to be avail- available. And what they are going to do for the signature dessert is they are they are going to have the Pop Century, which is across the way. They're going to they're going to do a spin on their tie dye cheesecake, 
They're going to start it off. Uh, they're going to take one of the tie-dye tie cheesecakes and they're going to cover it in a white chocolate shell and they are going to serve it on a plate of um, caref carefully piped hot fudge. So you start off in black and white. They'll put like they'll put like a raspberry or something on a little a little garnish of a raspberry and some mint or so. But uh, so you have a little bit of red and green on the top just to kind of add a little, you know, uh, maybe let's see, I guess maybe colors of Mickey, you know, maybe. Yeah. So actually, now we don't necessarily need a Mickey Mouse color on it. I feel like I feel like a uh, dome of the cheesecake covered in white chocolate, like a hard white chocolate uh, shell, and then, you know, topped with a little uh, raspberry and a sprig of mint, kind of just sing it out, and the chocolate fudge on the bottom. The idea is, aside from the garnish, it starts off black and white, like the experience at, um, at the restaurant, which, by the way, as you start off between, this is going to be a full, uh, this is going to be a full uh, course experience. And as each course is being served, there's going to be a different classic Disney cartoon being shown. So, don't, when you go in with uh, cocktails, you know you're going to start. You're going to start with these 19. You're going to start with Steamboat Willie, and you're going to progress through the night. And you're going to finish as you finish dessert. You're going to have 3D glasses available to you, and get a horse will be playing while this is going on. And you take you you take your uh, your spoon. Bang into the uh, cheesecake, sort of like the uh, the, the amazing uh, the amazing uh, chocolate uh, shells that our friends at Wish Upon the Pastry have, where you take a little hammer, you bang open, you bang them open, and they're filled with some amazing colorful goodness. That's actually and, a really good call because I was going to specifically mention that. Yeah, um, those those look fantastic. Everything they do is delicious. But those yes. look absolutely fantastic. So Sorry, what you that's are going all I had. Not a problem. So what you are going to do is you are going to start off with a beautiful black and white dessert that pops in a conundrum of color as time goes on, just like and just progresses to something really colorful. And that is my restaurant. So I will admit that I, I unknowingly and unthoughtfully gave you a ground ball on this one, but that dessert sounds fantastic. Now, the, I do have a couple of questions um, before I open up the floor to Tim for questions. One, are we talking a la carte menu like the cruise line or is it pay per item? I think, well, paper paper item is a la carte. Uh, prefix, sorry. You know what? I'm thinking that this one is going to be a pre a prefix menu. You know, for each course, you have you have a um, you have a choice of different things that are available on the Disney cruise on the Disney Cruise Line menu. I would uh, is how I would how I would go with this one. Okay, uh, I'll support that. Obviously, then to you know, they would have an extensive allergy menu to accommodate all of that, and you know accommodate taste if, if need be but it would be designed more as a celebration of the animators palette and all that is Disney Cruise Line on on land in, Dis in Walt Disney World 
Okay, okay. Now, huh? do you have a signature drink? Hmm. Would what? Uh, let, let me see. Let me give me one second because I want to look up. I want to look up what mm. year Steamboat Willie came out. Or actually, wasn't it Playing Crazy that came out before Steamboat Willie? Nineteen twenty. Defer to ten. Nineteen twenty. Steamboat Willie came out. Yes. November. Oh well, then. Twenty. Well, okay. Well then, okay. Then I know exactly what I'm going to do. Then nineteen. So. The, the 1920s prohibition, the year of the cocktail, and all that, and I'm gonna throw a little nod to Di- I'm gonna throw a little nod to Disneyland and Walt. So since um, since uh, the the, the uh, signature drink there is gonna be a mint julep because it's a cocktail. The mint julep bar is some is really famous over at uh, Disneyland. It's a virgin mint julep, but it's it's definitely something that you know if you go into Disneyland. It's something that you uh, have to have to try. It's one of those Disneyland signature snacks. So in this way, it's kind of throwing back. It's a little nod to where it all started in Disneyland, and a little nod, a little nod to Walt. So yeah, my signature drink is going to be a mint julep. Okay. Start off. Yep. Are you allowed to order multiple entrees? Asking for a friend. If you're willing to pay, then yes. It's not like it's not like the cruise line in that way. Darn. Remember Darn. with cru- remember with cruise lines, you've already prepaid for everything prior. You're not at Disney at Disney World. Everything is kind of, you know even with a dining plan. You know this is a signature, so if you're using the dining plan, you're still using two credits. So they're not going to let you get away with that on land. At sea, there's a, it's a at sea it's a whole different ball game, my friend. Well, it was worth a shot. Uh, Tim, what, question, what questions do you have for Dave? Uh, well, uh, the one thing I have to ask is you talk about how there's going to be, uh, basically how they do the cruise line where they start out with the, just the regular white vest and bow ties change, the cummerbunds. Now with that, that means that you're going to have to do seatings if you want everyone to experience this entire, uh, experience this entire ordeal so is that something you're going to be planning on doing is that going to are you going to be doing seatings because well, you yes. would like well, a yes, they, they already, yes i will be doing seatings but that already happens that already happens already at these restaurants you go to cinderella's royal table they actually have a certain amount of seating because they bring people in the princesses aren't in right away if you go into uh if you go into Cinderella's royal table, you'll have the appetizer course. You'll have a couple of different courses first, and then all of a sudden, midway through, there'll be a fanfare, and now and every couple minutes, like five, in five-minute interviews, like intervals, uh, once they like bring out the main entree or something, each princess will end up coming out and doing their rotation. So, it's uh, sittings are actually not a. Uh, not something uncommon to Walt Disney World. A lot of times we just don't realize it, but you can do, you could have multiple rooms of this uh, of this restaurant and do different seatings at different times so that it can actually have that uh, effect. So yeah, I, I'll, I'll date myself on this one. I literally have not been to Cinderella's Royal Table 
the last in I'll put it this the last time I was in that restaurant it was literally still called King Stephen's Banquet Hall. Gotcha. See, I took my my niece is going to be 13 this year. I think I took her when she was like 4. I've never been there myself. Um I I've I've looked at the menu a bunch of times. It's never really intrigued me, but Dave, you yes. may be onto something. Oh, thank you. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's a great idea. And just to, to piggyback on your uh, seatings that don't appear to be seatings, Akershush. Akershush. Yeah. Akershouse. Yeah. Akershush. Yeah. We asked what it I was. I remember we had, we had, anaphy- we had anaphylactic uh, Snow White that time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we did have puffy Snow White, but fun fact, little tip that used to exist that I don't think does anymore. Um, that's how that was the first time I rode Frozen Ever After because we were late to our seating because we were first in line to Frozen Ever After. Yes, that was good times. Okay, Tim, any other questions for Dave? No, I mean he uh, nailed it. It's uh, Animator's Palette is a great. Uh, Great experience, and the one thing I do like is the the one thing I thought was lacking in Animator's Palette is I thought the food was a little bit lacking. So I like how Dave pulled uh, the menus from Palo and Remy for that because exactly, I mean, give give him the signature dining experience, but also give him the signature dining food. So may may I add something though? Sure. I totally forgot one of the things. I believe Animator's Palette has some. Doesn't it? Ha- I mean, I did it on the Dream. And I and um, doesn't it have like a turtle talk with crush type thing? Um, so they would have to Tim, have you been on a cruise? Because I I haven't. The only experience I have is uh, vlogs. We were we were on the dream. So yes, uh, that they they do have like kind of like a, a turtle talk thing. Uh, what where they, character is it? I can't. Rem- it's been so long. I can't remember. Yes. No, they they did they did have that. It was really cool because. Uh, my uh, my boss, kid was very 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 amused by it. Which which character was it? I though. It was Crush. Oh, it was Crush. Okay, so uh, I, I didn't I didn't dream that. I remember also at the end of that at the end of that there was like a parade to the Phantasmic music or something like that with the waiters. Wait. Or something. Now is and, there a version of this? Sorcerer, Sorcerer Dave, Mickey comes out or something at the end of the meal and uh, at that one or something like that. Uh, I, I then now I have another question. Isn't there a version of this where you can draw your own character and they show up on the screens? That I don't remember. Once again, not- my knowledge of cruising comes exclusively from vlogs. So I did two Disney cruises and one of them got sh- cut short, but we don't talk about that one. Okay, that's fair. Uh-huh. Um, huh? I, would you incorporate that? The draw, the drawing, a character, drawing and that or the turtle talk with crush esque. I think, I think if I'm doing animator's palette, I would have to. Okay. I think it might have to be a different character because you know you don't want to compete with you know you're taking something away from Epcot. But you're not that. because of the fact that um, you're in a hotel. Yes, this is true, but and the fact that crush is over there. I would, I would maybe do uh, since and and he's at sea. It makes more sense. I would maybe do, you know, what I would use? I would use Stitch because the Turtle Talk with Crush that they have here in Disneyland Paris, they have a similar uh, attraction, 
that uses Stitch. So, so I'll disagree with you and tell you you're wrong, and here's why. And, and I don't uh, mean to interrupt, but here's why you're wrong. What hotel are you at, Dave? Art of Animation. What is the big uh, focal point uh-oh. of the it's pool? The whole Finding Nemo thing. Yeah. There is uh-oh. a there is literally a giant crush at the pool. Yeah, you're right. Okay. And you know what? Just, it, it took me a while to get there and remember that, but it existing, I think, almost seals its fate. Yeah, true. But like, I don't know. I don't know if Imagineers. I don't. I don't know if the. I don't know if the theme park people would let me do that, considering I'm a hotel person at that. You know. Okay, so they may be a little bit of a turf war going on between the the fishes. Yeah, it's a different set of books, you know. Well, Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch was one of the last animated features to be made at the Walt Disney Animated Studios at uh, in MGM in Florida. So well, there, is- that, that, there, there you go. Then that's then then that's why I'm using Stitch instead. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was Mulan, though. Not no, Mulan? I said one. I said one of the last ones. Okay, I okay, fair enough. I miss. I uh, fair enough. I misheard that. No, no, uh, because yeah, I did uh, the last time when they did the uh, art art of animation academy. Uh, yeah, Eddie Murphy did the voice for Mushu, and it was actually the, the pre show was hilarious. You know that is very. That's a very good point. That was fantastic. I miss that. I miss that aspect of MGM and Disney in, in, in general. Very much so. Okay, so Tim, do you have any other questions for David? No, sir. All right, Timothy. So, give me one second. Let me put your stuff into the random number, random hotel generator. All right, Tim. So your hotel, huh? Interesting. The, the random number generator is broken. <laughs> it gave me art of animation. Uh, so let, let's uh, re-random number generate. All right, so your hotel. We're going to go over to the moderates for you. And your responsibility is to find a signature dining restaurant for Port Orleans French Quarter. Okay. All right. <clears throat> well, um... This is something that I think is almost self-explanatory of Louis Armstrong was uh, actually has a kind of a long history and a great friendship with Walt Disney, uh, as well as uh, many other jazz musicians, jazz artists. Uh, Walt openly uh, expressed his love for jazz and the city of New Orleans and all the culture it brought to the United States. So uh, my signature restaurant is going to be a mixture of local New Orleans flavor and Creole, and it is going to be lovingly titled Satchmo's. Uh, You are going to have a you're going to have several uh, several options, and those options will be to uh, build your own jambalaya and a build your own etouffee. Uh, the, the signature dish will be a crawfish etouffee that is specific to the region because my rest, uh, my head chef will be working with local fishermen and uh, local hatcheries and fisheries 
to procure the best and the freshest mud bugs in the Central Florida region. So what you are what you are dining on when it comes to crawfish etouffee will be uh, will be literally plucked out of a bucket that was swimming earlier that day. Of course, enough with the you have to have give it the uh, the twenty four hour soak to get all that mud out of those things. So you semantics. I know, but I'm just I'm, I'm clarifying so people don't think I'm throwing you know mud bugs with all the mud right into their etouffee. Uh, <clears throat> Then you will go ahead and you will have a signature drink. And that signature drink will be the Les Ebontons Roulet. Let the good times roll. Oh, Dave, he's thrown in French. I was going to say I am familiar with that because I... Uh, Thank you for translating that. because I had no idea. I frequent uh, the... Mardi Gras celebration at Universal quite frequently. Uh, the best I got is Palivu Francais and Icy London, Icy France. <laughs> well, don't worry. I will, I'll hold off with all the rest of my other jokes. <laughs> uh, just please translate them. No. <laughs> but what, uh, what you're going to do here is it is going to be a... Uh, Kind of uh, your uh, the own uh, our own signature twist of a uh, of a hurricane, and the hurricane is going to include uh, fresh fruit juices from uh, from the Florida region, and it will also contain a champagne floater, which will be the French part. It'll actually be not sparkling wine, but it will be actual French champagne, which is the French. So real champagne. Yes. Yes, uh, we're so it's going to be a, a champagne floater on the top. That uh, that'll be the tie-in for a, uh, for the French, uh, the French part of the uh, you know of of the New Orleans uh, Creole Cajun uh, heritage. So your signature dessert, your signature dessert is going to be. It will be known as New Orleans diplomacy. Your New Orleans diplomacy is going to be uh, beignets with a dusting of powdered sugar and a tiny touch of cayenne to give it a sweet heat. And over that will be a salt. It'll be a uh, dark chocolate salted chili sauce. Uh, dark chocolate sauce, salted dark, dark chocolate sauce with chilies. And that will be served with a couple of scoops of French, uh, with uh, fresh French vanilla ice cream. So That's nice. that would that that will neutralize the heat too to make it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And so that way you're going to be able to get all of that. You're going to get the contrast. You're going to get the pairing. And with all of that, of course, you will be offered uh, uh, Cafe Du Monde, uh, coffee, the coffee and chicory. That will uh, will accompany your uh, your dessert. Will accompany any any uh, any sort of a coffee uh, coffee serving. So there is uh, there is my there is my signature restaurant. There is uh, there it is for uh, Port Orleans French Quarter, which to me, honestly, is the best moderate on property, and is the absolute best bang for your buck when it comes to any resort on property. I fully agree. Did you see the pictures of the the hotel being? 
um, shuttered recently? No. They're they're terribly sad. Yeah. I was there a couple. I was there a couple weeks ago. It was very interesting. Yeah, it's I, terrible. Um, I I went where they they're doing uh cast they're doing cast member uh pins over there for like service pins. So when the you see those little uh, pins that the cast members wear either for a year or five year, like the Mickey Mouse on their uh on their on their name, badge name badge. Yeah, on their name badge and all that, they have to go over there to pick them up. And I was, I, I was uh, in the car with them and going through, and it's just, um, it's very interesting when Disney horticulture is not uh, working twenty four seven at a resort. And it's kind of overgrown and sad. <laughs> yes, uh, drive you drive through. Uh, you drive through Port Orleans Riverside now, and uh, there's it's so hard to see the road with all the pine needles. I didn't even think of that as, as an yeah. option. Or not an option, a, a result of everything being shut down. Yeah. So see, that, one, that one I didn't see. That one was just told to me by a source. But... Okay. Um, so, Tim, what, do you, what are your options for, like, a more... Bland palette. Uh, <clears throat> for a bland palette, we will offer uh, the. Uh, we'll go with obviously the. I shouldn't say bland, but maybe less spicy, less Creole. We will exactly. go with good old. We'll offer uh, good old Southern comfort food. We will have uh, cornmeal, uh, cornmeal breaded fried catfish. Uh, we will also offer a buttermilk Southern fried chicken. Uh, that'll there will also be an option for mashed potatoes, collard greens, corn succotash, black-eyed peas, uh, skillet cornbread, and also uh, country ham. So, again, incorporating all the things of Louisiana, all the things of the South, a lot of uh, a lot of the heritage uh, from a lot of the uh, from a lot of the residents down there who have been been there since the days of you know. You know, Jean Lafitte and, uh, you know, the Battle of New Orleans. So, Okay. And I, you know what? I appreciate that you didn't take the, the ground ball with this one and do like a Tiana. Now, Tim, what are you, or excuse me, Dave, what are your thoughts? Well, building on that, I was going to ask, will there be, for breakfast, will there be a Princess and the Frog character breakfast involved in this? Because it's a golden I- opportunity. I I think you have to because number one, uh, Tiana is probably one of the most uh, beloved new princesses out there. Um, uh, it, it's funny uh, a lot of people, uh, especially a lot of girls, uh, a lot of women, they love identifying with Belle because oh look she's she's odd and she likes to read books. Everything when I mean and my wife being the uh, the bookworm and also the lifelong academic that she is. Uh, she, she identified with Belle until Tiana came along. And it's funny how my wife saw so much of her in Tiana because my wife of, is really, uh, a complete self-made woman. She came from nothing, uh, worked three jobs to get herself through undergrad. So, I mean, and, and then my wife is just one of many millions of women who really do look to Tiana and especially a lot of those young girls who see this young woman who 
works her butt off and gets her own business and has her own restaurant and uh, really isn't even saved by a man because she's like she, she is saves him. She chooses exactly. She chooses him, and she saves him because of him being a frog. And she's the one who earned all the money for her restaurant, and he comes and works for her. I and mean, not even, not even, not even just from the frog thing. She saves him from himself because he was he yes. was on a destructive path, totally, oh, completely. Oh, absolutely, complete playboy. You know, morally bankrupt. Absolutely. Uh, and um, I mean, it, it really, you know, it's you. You had so many girls look to see you know well number one you had so many girls look to see that oh my god look there's finally a princess that looks like me and then you also had you know that kind of like the start of seeing the female empowerment of you know you don't you not only do you not need a man to save you you're the one that can be you either you're the one that can do the saving you're the one that can be the hero and so yeah i mean absolutely tiana with all the love and respect she gets from everyone you have to include that. And also, I mean, if there's if there's a way to rig up something where you can have some sort of some sort of even if it's just a light show where you where you bring in Ray, you, you got you got to have that voice. You got to incorporate it somewhere. Ray is one of the best. Uh, Ray Raymond is one of the best side characters that Disney has ever created for a uh, for an animated feature. Uh, I feel so like go ahead, go also ahead, do. I feel like you could do like a ma- a Mama Odie's jambalaya or something, or, or or like or some type of some type of uh, cocktail too that t- ties in, you know, some type of smoking cocktail or something in that will tie in the whole magic of Mama Odie. Well, I I feel like uh I feel like Mama Odie. That's one where you could do a kitty cocktail, and have exactly yeah. have kind of like yeah. a like that, I think that would really get the kids. I'm thinking uh, gummy worms coming out of it. Exactly. See, I mean, yeah. uh, I, you know, I like I like where your head's at, Dave. That's a great uh, that's a great idea, and especially you know being able to make that a character breakfast, and especially when you're talking about there's really not a breakfast option at Port Orleans French Quarter. It, exactly, it would be a complete gold mine, and you'd finally. Rather than all of that traffic from French Quarter going over to Riverside to eat, you'd finally have some of that traffic from Riverside coming over to French Quarter to eat. Yeah. I'm thinking but that drink can also be a mocktail for all day. Yes. Oh, yeah. And then it has – and then obviously maybe uh, maybe a lightning bu- – no, no. that no, I was going to say a lightning bug uh, glow cube and everything, but I think maybe just a regular glow cube would work. You could you could you could easily do like Raymond you could easily do like Raymond's bug juice and you just give kids yeah. that for God's sakes you know yeah you could do a couple of them yeah and everything and you know just you know and you could you could serve it you could serve it with a plastic ray that's like like uh, like the the light up ones where just his tail lights up and that's like stuck inside the drink and the and the other part is clipped on top of the, of, of the drink and like. The rest of his the rest of his body is translucent and everything, but his tail only lights up and it lights up the drink. So, yes, because it has to be huge. Because as Ray tells everyone, everyone knows that women do like a man, a man with a big back porch. So, wait a minute, wait a minute, I, wait a minute. <laughs> Evangeline's dream, we can call it. 
Very nice. See, see, let me tell you, you're doing better at this than I am, dude. Group uh, work. I like it. Evangeline's dream. That's fantastic, dude. Dave, do you have any other questions? Wait a minute. I'm really now. I know this is signature, but you know, if you you can you can really you can add a little bit of heat into one of the into one of your uh, appetizers. Uh, if you want, if you want to go, you know, if you want to go a classy nacho and everything, and add a little bit of a, you know, you can put like a, you could do like uh, the purple and black nacho, like the black corn nachos, and kind Shadow of Man. like, yeah, do it. Have like a have have like a color scheme of Doctor Facilier, and just put it inspired inspired by Doctor Facilier. In that Shadow. Way. And add a little bit of heat, add a little bit of heat on it, and everything, and you know, uh, nachos from the other side or something like that. Nacho average appetizer. You know, I so I, I was gonna wrap up the show with picking a winner, uh, or asking our our f- listeners to pick a winner, but uh, yeah, Tim, um, you win. I knew that was gonna happen. But we haven't heard yours, Chuck. I, I don't have one. I mean, you know, we, we're already 40 minutes in, and I don't know how anyone could even remotely top that. Oh, yes. don't. Uh, give, give, me, give me Pop Century. Uh, we're we're going to go ahead and have the trailer park. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. wait. There's, there, there is a place, that, there is such a place that does exist in New York City. So this well, is going to be very interesting because i've taken i've taken disney people there and i believe it was our uh, friend rebecca toon who walked into this place and said this is this is just a trashy 50s primetime cafe so i gotta hear this one. so see i was gonna say 50s primetime cafe is kind of the epitome but put it on steroids so i really think the way to do a signature dining at pop century would be to in excuse me incorporate just a specific set of decades okay so I don't think you could do 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, I think. And do they go to 2000s or just to 90s? I think it's just too much. Um, you can't really borrow the animator's palette design. However, if you go with a romanticized version of, you know, like ni- late 60s, early 70s as um, your your restaurant and your signature meal is going to be I don't want to say home cooking because they kind of have that over at um 50s primetime but your signature meal is going to be something along the lines of a whole soul food you know meatloaf but it's going to be like a in-depth meatloaf so when I say meatloaf I'm talking like wrapped in bacon covered with tobacco onions later layered on like uh pureed potato uh mashed potatoes by the way mashed potatoes um we're we're fancy so it's pureed potatoes but it's mashed potatoes um with a like an asparagus for the side and that's going to be your signature meal i know meatloaf isn't really a signature meal but in this instance it would be because it's going to bring you all those memories of being home now, your signature drink, it's got to be a Cosmopolitan, right? I mean, we're talking 60s, 70s. It's got to be a Cosmo, right? Is that Was that a thing? A martini. A martini is what I'm thinking of, by the way. 
Um, in, in terms of what further beyond that, you know, I, I really like that era. I mean, you're, you can really go all out with the decorations. Um, and that's what I think I would go with. What are your, what are your guys' thoughts and or questions? Uh, well, as far as me, I mean, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to theme it to the century. I was going to theme it to, uh, the people that I've met, uh, within that resort. Uh, so that's why I was going to kind of go with a, uh, like kind of a, a non name brand dollar tree Denny's style place. Uh, okay. really it's nothing but food out of a box. Uh, the signature meal is going to be a corn dog with a cigarette. Uh, your uh, your signature drink is going to be known as the public intoxication. It's going to be Mountain Dew and grain alcohol in a Polar Pop cup. Uh, yeah, uh -huh. so that's kind of where I was going with mine. So as that, you can that's see, that's quite the signature my, there, Tim. My mine wasn't so cheery, you know. And of course, you know your the, the the signature part is you get to talk to a nice gentleman. Wearing a badge and a hat from the Orange <laughs> County Sheriff. <laughs> oh boy, Dave. Uh, oh, these these are all experiences I've had at Pop Century. That's why I'm saying this. All like all I can say to that is, all I can say to that is, welcome to Florida. I e w t f. Okay, well, does anyone have anything else to add for this evening? No, I'm good. <laughs> I don't know how we can top Tim. Um, so, in any case, thank you all for joining us this week. But before we get out of here, we're going to ask you to do some homework. And we want you to reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and or the email. And let us know which of the two and a half restaurants you would like to choose. The half being Check mine, not including okay. Tim's version. <laughs> Um, so to do that, we're going to tell you where you can find us on the interwebs, but before we go there, we're going to go around the horn and let everyone know where they can be found on the various social media. So Dave, we'll start with you. Find me on Instagram at figments reality and Twitter. Oh, sorry. I've been, little, I've been a little bit more active there. Okay. Fantastic. I, I knew I, you weren't on Twitter I, for the longest. At, yeah. I've been yelling at theme parks uh, quite, quite a bit. Disney, SeaWorld, Universal. When things aren't like, but things I don't like, I've been tweeting them uh, up a storm lately. So, okay, yeah, follow my rants there. All right, Tim, what about you? Find me on the Twitter machine at plain underscore Tim. I could be found on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the chat, along with uh, I think I have that on Instagram, but I don't really use it. You can find us all on Instagram at the Mickey Dudes Podcast, on Twitter and Facebook, at the Mickey Dudes, and you can email us at themickeydudes at gmail.com. Thank you all for joining us this week. We will see you all next week, and uh, don't don't go to the Tim version of the trailer park, I guess, in the 50s. Yeah, d don't do that. Good night, yes. everybody. You've just listened to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.